From the Encyclopedia of Life, this is One Species at a Time. I'm Ari Daniel Shapiro. We've recently finished a Google Earth tour showcasing the migration of monarch butterflies, or Danaeus plexippus, and the people that help them out along the way. We're devoting our next two episodes to these butterflies to give you an audio preview of the tour, which you can find at eol.org. Our story starts in the mountains of Michoacan in western Mexico in mid-February. This is Sierra Chinqua, and Isabel Ramirez stands among the trees. Her orange outfit matches the monarch butterflies surrounding her. You can tell from her voice that she's a butterfly lover. They are beautiful. It's impossible not to be attracted by monarch butterflies. They provide a feeling of, of tranquility and peace and wonder. Ramirez is a geographer at the National Autonomous University of Mexico. She's working to conserve the forests of Michoacan for the sake of the trees and the butterflies. Because literally millions and millions of monarchs call this sanctuary home in the wintertime. Maybe around 50 million butterflies around us in this moment. And that's just in these couple acres. Monarchs coat the ground, the trees, and before long, Ramirez has a couple in her hands. I think they are small pieces of sunlight. Such a delicate animal, each one the weight of a paper clip. And yet, by the middle of March, it's time for the monarchs to begin one of the most epic journeys in the animal kingdom. Their incredible migration is unparalleled. Karen Oberhauser has studied monarchs for 25 years. She's a biologist at the University of Minnesota. Okay, cue the epic journey music. and the females leave the overwintering colonies and fly up into southern Texas. The butterflies fan out, covering the southeastern quarter of the U.S., laying eggs as they go. They're looking for specific kinds of habitat along the way. Habitat that must include milkweed. It's the only kind of plant that the caterpillars can eat, as well as other nectar sources for the adults. Now, let's pause for a moment here and consider the monarchs laying their little eggs on the milkweed. We have this caterpillar that's kind of like a worm. They're this earthbound thing that's kind of squishy and kind of mushy. And then they go through this transformation where it's almost like they die when they get into the chrysalis. So they're in the stage that, from the outside at least, they, they don't even look alive. And then they transform into this incredibly beautiful organism that throws off the chains of the earth and is able to to fly away. Okay, back to the journey. The butterflies from Mexico live no more than a month after leaving their overwintering mountaintops and laying their eggs. And so it's this next generation, born in the southeastern U.S., that picks up the next chapter of the migration. Which goes northward. So this is everything kind of from a line through the middle of the United States up into southern Canada. The migration is filled with peril. Butterfly eggs are gobbled down by ants and spiders and wasps. Most animals avoid eating the adult monarchs because they taste bad, but there are a couple types of birds that do find them palatable. Then there's bad weather. A drought or a really bad storm can decimate the monarch numbers. But perhaps the biggest threat on their journey these days is habitat destruction. And that habitat consists of milkweed. The middle of the United States used to be one big prairie. 
and all of that land was suitable habitat. We now have a patchwork of cities and agricultural fields broken up by, by completely inappropriate habitat, which would be things like roads and parking lots. As a result, monarch butterfly numbers are down. Now, Oberhauser told me that cities aren't necessarily bad for monarchs. Take Minneapolis, where residents have planted milkweed and other butterfly-friendly plants in parks, lawns, and gardens. Despite the difficulties, there are still many butterflies that do make it, that find milkweed, and that lay more eggs. They go through two or three more generations in the northern part of their range, and then After about August 15th, the butterflies fly south again to the overwintering sites in Mexico. Yeah, it's incredible. No one butterfly completes the whole journey. And for those of you keeping score, it takes up to four generations to finish the full migration, to leave Mexico and to get back again. As for how these butterflies know where to go from generation to generation, we don't really know. It's still an active area of research. Now, that's just one part of the story, the story told from the butterfly's point of view. We'll pick up here in our next episode. But in the meantime, visit eol.org and check out our Monarch Butterfly Google Earth Tour. Our series, One Species at a Time, is produced by Atlantic Public Media in Woods Hole, Massachusetts. I'm Ari Daniel Shapiro.